Well, the 2020 Silverstone meeting of the Quick Fit British Touring Car Championship was certainly one to remember for some incredible racing and probably more than its fair share of thrills and spills. And importantly, for one driver, it marked a superb maiden win. And I'm delighted that joining me on the line now is that winner, Ollie Jackson. Fanfare, trumpets and all the rest of it. Very, very well done. Have you stopped celebrating yet? <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, you yeah, know, I think I think it's all kind of settled down a bit now, and uh, I'm kind of getting getting used to the idea. So, uh, so yeah, no, it's uh, but no, st- still enjoying the win though. Yeah, an incredibly emotional day, uh, Ollie, and uh, not least of all because you you started at the front, and you know, let's not take anything away. You have to stay at the front as well with a huge pack behind you, which was an amazing drive from you, but an emotional time for you and the family and all of your supporters uh, at Silverstone. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's it's been a long journey, and um, it, it's uh, it's taken a number of years to to, um, to to get into the into the position where where I could make it stick. I've I've been close a few times. I've I've led a few races. I did with the Audi um, a few years ago, and uh, earlier in the season with the uh, w- with the Focus as well. Um, but um, but this this one uh, I wasn't going to let it go this time. <laughs> now, you mentioned uh, the Audi, and, and of course you've got um, a lot of miles under your belt in in the Astra, um, in the VW Golf, and the the Audi Audi S3, and now of course in the, this Ford Focus. Is it? There are people who will say, well, you know, all of a sudden you're on the scene, but actually you've been building up to this for a long time, haven't you? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I mean, it, it's. Um, I, I like to think that I got the most out of um, um, out of the Audi back then. I mean, I helped develop the car quite a lot. Um, yeah, you know, and I think that that's kind of been my my history is really is mm. going into into teams with um, with new or, or you know maybe cars that that haven't had a lot to, done with them. You know, throwing in my kind of engineering knowledge uh, along along with my driving to to help move them on. You know, progress the teams. I think I've, I think I've always left the team. Yeah, you know, the teams that I've driven for in a in a better position than when I started, and um, but it hasn't always kind of actually given me any decent results, and um, you know that hasn't always necessarily been the the uh, the opportunity there to 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 get right up the front consistently. And um, I mean, last year with the focus, I think that was uh, with with the old RS, it was it was the beginning of the my well renewal of my journey with motorbase, if you see what I mean, and um, and the. the car while it was strong you know it took me a little while to gel with it and and it, it also it, it was coming to the end of its life and um and it's it, on a good day it was still really competitive and I, I ran up the front a few times but i think you know just the the new car has, has really given me the opportunity and um and it, it's it's a front running car it's the first time i've been in a in a properly you know unequivocal unequivocally front running car mm. and um and yeah and it's uh it's finally it's materialized <laughs> and you've always remained uh, amazingly optimistic ollie haven't you i know that you know there, there were times uh, last season when things perhaps hadn't gone your way either a bit of bad luck or you hadn't just been able to squeeze that that last tenth out and, and we chatted after some of the sessions and even though you weren't where you wanted to be you had you have this this inbuilt amazing optimism don't you which sort of must spur everybody that you work with along i don't know if the optimism's always been there i've had some pretty low moments over the last five or six years <laughs> but um so yeah plenty of as any racing driver has plenty of opportunities where where you just take a step back and you think why the hell am i doing this to myself but um but it's uh but no i think um i think that you know i've always I put it this way, I think my position has always been that I always look to, to improve and to move myself on as a driver. 
and that that's how I set my goals and um and it, it's uh, so I think maybe my optimism is rooted around um you know about about being progressive and and hitting the targets I set for myself so I'm not you know I'm not one of those drivers who who jumps in the car and thinks yeah I've you know, I'm, I'm going to win every time I go out I always like to to be realistic with what to, what I think I can do and um and yeah like um maybe i like to think it it, it helps the, the team and that that they they kind of participate with with that journey with me if you see what i mean and they they, they enjoy the they enjoy it with me when i hit hit the the goals and um and yeah it's uh and you know and the, i've just got to choose the next goal now <laughs> <laughs> and you know a part of that is having a good team behind you and having a good engineer and, and obviously having a good set of wheels and the the ford focus uh that's you have this year um that's a nice looking package that uh, that motorbase have put together underneath you there isn't it oh yeah absolutely i mean it's um yeah james my engineer he's um he's uh oh, he, he's the the ex-founder of jama motorsport you know he's an awesomely clever guy he's the he was the primary designer for the car as well you know he, he's the architect behind it and um yeah he's uh, he's done an amazing job for me and helped help moving moving me on with my driving over the over the course of the last year and a half as well and um and yeah and connor my number one again you know such a committed you know awesomely capable young guy and um it just uh he's so professional and um yeah and i mean the whole team are fantastic obviously as well i mean you know david's obviously yeah, he's a bit of a legend, uh, Ollie Collins. He's he's um, he's he's one of the best TMs in motorsport, I think. And um, and yeah, it's uh, you've, you've got to have it all around you. I mean, touring cars is competitive, and and that the whole team has to has to be there and uh, has has to be um, top quality to be able to achieve results like that. Yeah, I, there was a, an amazing piece of footage on uh, on social media of uh, of you crossing the line at uh, Silverstone, and in the garage was uh, David David Bartram, the team owner that you mentioned, and uh, and your dad, and they were both hugging each other and and jumping up and down and all the rest of it. And it's just it was palpable, isn't it? You can the sense of excitement within the team because what you had done out there on the day. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's it's quite a sight seeing Barty <laughs> cuddling my old man, but uh, but not not uh, not a common sight eat from either of them, I would say. But uh, not neither of them the most emotional people, uh, you know, uh, in in that sense anyway. And uh, yeah, no, it was really really lovely to see and see the reaction in the garage as well. But uh, but I think I think it just um, yeah with with motorsport, you know, certain moments really come to the fore in your memory and um and you, you that live with you forever and uh and that, that may mean a great deal it's not always the the biggest results either i mean there's, there's a few that i can think of where it hasn't been a win you know or it's just been a, an awesome race and an awesome result and and that was that was absolutely top of the list it's just one of those special moments yeah yeah now the reality uh ollie is i'm sure you're only too aware is that that trophy gets put on the shelf and it all starts again this weekend at croft uh it's croft's a very different circuit a challenging circuit in its own right it's going to be a little bit cooler i suspect which brings with it its own uh, own challenges um first of all um croft a circuit you like or one that you're indifferent towards no, I, I like Croft. It's um, it, it's definitely one of my favourites over the course of the year, and um, and usually has treated me all right as well. I mean, had some good results back in the Audi. I probably would have had a had a good weekend last year if I hadn't made a couple of small mistakes, which which hampered me. Um, but um, but no, I think uh, no, I'm looking forward to the weekend. I think uh, it's good. I mean, it's challenging, obviously. It's a bit of a rear wheel drive track. 
Um, but I think if we can, you know, if we can aim to be up the front of the uh, the front wheel drive runners, then hopefully we'll have a good weekend. It's got its own quirks, hasn't it, uh, Croft? Not least of all, sort of uh, after the uh, the main straight, that right hander, and then you go through this sort of snaking section, and and, and it's it, you, many circuits are divided into sections, aren't they? The, but this one is very clearly uh, defined, isn't it, in the different areas to Croft? Oh yeah, it's um, it's quite unique in that it's um, it's a quite a ballsy track in places, but also very technical at the same time. And um, yeah, it needs to be uh, you, you need to be really precise in some places, uh, but really grab the car by the scruff of the neck in others. And um, and like you say, it's um, it's it is a circuit of two halves. You know, lovely, fast, and flying, um, but um, but still intricate um, through the first half, and then slow and, and technical um, through the th through the last part. And uh, yeah, it's it's a de it's definitely a, a unique challenge over the course of the year. Um, the other the other thing that's uh, that's different about Croft is the tire degradation as well. I mean, it's not as bad as it used to be with um, with the old surface, but um, but it is it's still an important part of the weekend is how you manage your tires and how you get the most out of them. Mm. And uh, that's going to be interesting to see in the cold conditions who that benefits more really. How much uh, is the is the tire degradation um, going to factor into the you know into the strategic planning for the weekend, and how how much of of what you know about the the current uh, wear on on these tires and where the the strengths and arguably some of the weaknesses are in the tires is that going to play into your thinking for Croft? Yeah, I mean definitely. I mean the most important thing is to to get the setup right and make sure that you you're not uh, one too far one side or the other with um, how you work the tire. Um, I mean, it's easy to go too far the other way and struggle to switch the tire on, even somewhere like Croft. And um, and it's uh, yeah. But in, in terms of um, the strategy, I think the most important thing is just with qualifying. That uh, in the races, I think everyone has the same issue. But really, the the important the the most critical thing is the fact that you only get one or maybe two laps on each set of tires to mm. to set a time with uh, when you, when it comes to quali. So that's going to be um, uh, a bit of a challenge, definitely. Yeah, I, I'm looking at the weather forecast. I'm I'm not so sure that uh, we're going to be completely dry for the weekend. There might be the odd spot of rain here and there, but the temperature is certainly dropping and cooler track temperatures also you know have to be dialed into the equation don't they yeah absolutely and it like i say where it comes to going too far the other way with the setup i mean you don't really get an advantage from uh, in terms of tire degradation in terms of the track being colder sometimes it can be the opposite and um and sometimes it, it can be difficult to, to hit that sweet spot of getting the tire working um, but not overdoing it. I mean, it, it's uh, the, the problem with Beercroft probably is is actually getting the rears turned on as well as the fronts, and uh, and to to keep the balance consistent, you know, for for um, uh, both for the quality runs and for the, the race as well. It's easy to end up get to the end of the race with a lot of understeer, really hamper yourself, particularly through the slower corners in the back half of the track. And uh, yeah, that that's um, that's going to be whoever masters that. I think will um, will have a really good weekend. <laughs> Absolutely. At the beginning of the season, Ollie, I think uh, all drivers sort of set themselves a, a bar, don't they, of what they would like to achieve and uh, and what they'd like to come away with uh, at the end of the season. Um, I know that you you were looking at uh, moving from sort of top ten into into top five. Um, I think you're on 89 points uh, in the championship at, at the moment. Is that still uh, a goal for you? 
Yeah, I think so. I think um, I mean, the, the ultimate goal was a couple of podiums and, and maybe even a win. So I'm pretty much there <laughs> on that, <ticked>. thankfully. <laughs> yeah, it, indeed, yeah. It, it'd be nice to be a little bit more consistent to, to be running up the front. I mean, obviously, running top five is, is a challenge when there are so many you know, quick drivers and quick cars in BTCC. But um, but I think uh, if I can just add in a bit more consistency towards the end of the year, I think um, that that'll be my goal. And if I can get on the podium again, that uh, that would be a really really successful year. All in all, I think mm. it's going to be an interesting run in uh, Ollie, isn't it? We've got uh, Croft uh, coming up this weekend, and then Snetterton, and then the final rounds uh, deep into <laughs> into winter in November <laughs> at Brands Hatch on the on the short circuit, which is going to be really interesting. It's it's been a I want to say an odd season, but it's been also a really interesting season hasn't it yeah i think it's uh, in terms of the racing it's been it's been very interesting taking away the the uh, the option tire i think has been good in some ways for the racing i think it's it's made it a, a purer racing and um but maybe it, it's mixed things up a little bit less than um than it than we have had in previous years but um but i think um yeah i mean it, it's it, it certainly affected the way the championships panned out i mean the you know changing track temperatures changing the order of running as well as um has definitely you know altered the way that the championships panned out mm. um i think um going into the last couple of rounds with it getting increasingly dark and cold i mean it, it's uh, it's gonna be interesting to see who who um, wins out of that as well? It could, it could define the championship, really. I mean, it's um, it's going to be interesting as well because the first touring car race I ever went to was um, Silverstone Night Racing 2000. So it's, it's probably uh. going to feel a bit like that towards the end of the season. <laughs> so, it's also been interesting, hasn't it, because of the concertina season that we've had. The uh, there's almost no time to think and breathe between uh, rounds this year because they've been sort of back to back weekends essentially, haven't they? And is that that must have a, a sort of an impact on on drivers and and does it help you stay focused or is it additional pressures which um uh, you know which make you think twice about certain things well i think it probably depends on on your situation for some drivers it, it definitely would have increased the focus for me it's been a bit of a challenge to to blend uh, my day job with um with the racing and it, it's difficult to to take the focus off of the racing if you see what i mean to mm. to to do my job um it, it's um I, I think there's probably a few other drivers that are in a similar position to me with that um it's uh i mean the, the biggest thing i think that's uh that has been the stresses for the teams actually i think um you know the the lads in our team they've, they've been uh they've had periods where they've they've not been home for for three weeks at a time you know they've um they've been not even at the workshop for a couple of weeks at a time and um it's a lot of strain on on them and uh you know being away from their families for that long not having a break and uh, I, th I think that's, uh, I, I don't know how it's affected other teams, but um, I think our boys have done a great job in, in, um, in maintaining the quality of the work. And, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's, it certainly has been, uh, been different, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Ollie, uh, the very best of luck this weekend uh, for Croft coming up. I know you're going to have your sights set on uh, more points and podiums, and maybe even a second win. Who uh, who knows? Um, but just finally, um, going back to the the car and, and testimony to the um, strength and build and the integrity uh, of the car. Of course, um, your teammate had uh, an incident at Silverstone. We know that uh, hopefully uh, Rory is okay, and you've been posting some pictures. Uh, I think on. Uh, social media of the, the rebuild of the car but uh, wow what a testimony to to the integrity the engineering integrity of uh, of the ford focus oh absolutely i mean it's um the, the the fact that the car stood up to that sort of impact and and just rory 
just jumped jumped out and shrugged it off. I mean, it was um, <laughs> incredible, really. Yeah. And uh, but I think um, yeah, it, what's even more impressive though is the fact that that uh, Motorbase and um, Custom Cage has managed to, to turn it around. I must admit, I I saw that that car after at the end of the day on Sunday, and I thought it was finished. And that um, that there was absolutely no way that they were going to get that turn turn around in time, and and it is it is a, a superhuman effort by everyone involved. I mean, it's 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 difficult to to overstate what an achievement it is to get that car turned round and back out again within two weeks because it was it was a complete write off, you know, virtually, and yeah. um, and it is an incredible job for them, and you know, well done to them. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, Ollie, thanks ever so much for your time. I know you're busy, as you've mentioned. You've got the day job to do as well as the uh, the exciting bit of the, the racing job as well. Um, congratulations once again on that fantastic uh, maiden win. And uh, let's hope you can uh, can get on the podium and uh, rack up some more points and have a really good uh, meeting at Croft. So uh, for now, Ollie Jackson, many, many thanks. Great. Thank you. Thank you as well. Great to chat. <laughs>